Hello and welcome to episode two of Fantasy Football, the football podcast that's more fantasy than football. Today we have Jack. Good evening, Matt. Connor. Hello, Max. Ross, for the first time this series. Hi. And myself, that's Max, as you may have guessed. <laughs> and <laughs> we have Jose Mourinho in the studio. We'll be doing the Fantasy Football Alternative Fantasy Football Fantasy Awards and a song about John Terry. So let's go on with it. But before we get to all that, it's time for Match of the Yesterday. Our first instalment, which we'll be running as a weekly Twitter competition at Fallacy Football, where we give you some cryptic commentary of a famous football moment, and all you have to do is guess what it is. This week, it's been brought to us by Ross, so let's go. The game is Reds versus Whites. The Reds play out from the back in typical fashion. He's played inside to a fella with giraffe necks for legs. He biffs it sideways, but it's a poor pass, and it's intercepted by a boy wearing his dad's football top in his own half. He gallops forward and sells old giraffe legs the dummy. He buys it, and he's out of the game. He slaloms further, turning a perm defender inside and out. He puts another on his tush, but no way reds. A mammoth red-nosed slide tackle is incoming. Thwack! The tackle was too late. The geezer just thwacked in past a dinner lady with a tash and into the top of her hairnet. The boy removes his top and reveals he decorates himself as a palm tree. Oh, he's got one of his arms stuck, but no worry. He's found a brother. Rejoice. Whites score a goal. So I'll be giving the answer to that at the end of the show, and every episode we'll be posting a new match of the yesterday beforehand, so you can play along on Twitter, at Fallacy Football, and on Facebook. And now it's time for the news. Ross. So, our draft league is what we're giving news on. Um, this week, uh, injuries plagued my side, and I thought, transactions, going to do it. Didn't realise when the transaction deadline was, thought it was Thursday, it wasn't, so I just forgot about it. So on Friday, didn't get to set my line up. Joe Gomez was in there though. Banged on Liverpool clean sheet, realised he wasn't playing, but then came on for Virgil van Dijk, who's in my other fantasy team. He got subbed off at 54 minutes. He came on and Joe Gomez came, uh, came on for 35 minutes. Both of them got a clean sheet, but didn't get any points for it. Fantastic. And then I put um, Wayne Hennessy in goal. Well, I was going to, but Jack beat me to him for some reason and benched him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got Begovic, who conceded I, four goals to Burnley. I genuinely, on Wednesday, I went through all of your teams and looked at where you might want to pick players up and saw that you might need an extra goalkeeper. And um, <laughs> I wasn't going to play him, but Sabotage. I picked up the goalkeeper. Also, Is this the first time ever anyone's been fighting over Wayne Hennessy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, on the on the topic of the double clean sheet, that's a, a lesser seen thing in baseball. You can get a two pitch and no hitter. Like uh, throwing a no hitter is quite a, an important thing, and it happens once every now and then. Two different pitchers will combine. Oh, really? No hitter. Yeah. 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 I think it's like one of the rarest events in baseball. Well, fortunately, fantasy will reward that kind of behaviour. Fucking one point. <laughs> Connor, what's your news for the week? Um, mine's basically about persevering. Last week, I got minus one points from Schmeichel. Mm-hmm. Forgot to change him out again, but he got me two points this week. So just stick with your shit players. If you've got Kapue on your bench, put him on the pitch. He might do something all right. There you go, you heard it from the expert. Uh, Max, do you have any news? Yes, well, listeners to last week's episode will remember that I benched Joe Hart for eight points. Um, this time I benched Joe Hart for nine points, so I'm looking forward to my ten points next time. <laughs> Are you going to follow your heart on that one? Or yes. 
Jack, what about you? Uh, uh, well, in addition to fucking over Ross, uh, I scored 69 points. Congratulations. Which is everyone's favourite number of points to score. Definitely. Uh, besides 70 and 71 and 70. And 70. Give me a good point. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I've got Mitrovic in our draft league, and he's killing it. He's, he's is, an absolute boss. Is. He's so, so good. Who's he play for? Fulham. Do you know they are? <laughs> <laughs> Little team from West London. <laughs> so, but the big news this week, I think, you can hear his police escort on the way, <laughs> is Jose Mourinho saying that Paul Pogba will never captain Man United again. He's full on throwing his toys out the pram. And I, for one, I back him. And I'd really, really like to talk to him. Fortunately, he's coming on this show after this short break. Welcome, Jose, to the show. Hello, uh, it's Jose, please. Oh, Jose, sorry, <coughs> sorry. Well, we've listened to you and your recent, your re- your recent Thank outbursts. Thank you, you listened. We're not going to ask you football-related questions. Why not? Because you don't like football-related questions. I like football-related questions. Okay, so why have you dropped Paul Pogba as captain? Uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've uh, come up with a couple. Um, why my, you laugh? My first... Like- well, well, this guy thinks he's talking about Pogba as the captain. He's the vice captain. Ah, you pay attention. I like you. <laughs> you can be Jose Fred. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why <are> you laugh? <laughs> okay, Fuck so it. so what? So the question I'll have that's non-football related is, um, Jose, where would you go on holiday if you dream holiday? I'm already on my dream holiday. I uh, stay at uh, Manchester Central Hotel. I have room service every day. I do not like tidy. Why, why, why you think I want to go on holiday? But you don't get to see your wife or children. They are not important. I have a Fellini over all the time. It's a great fun. Me and the big bird in the bath. That's a bit weird. Um, how do you feel about Man City doing better than Man U at the moment? Uh, they're better? How are they better? Well, they play um, kind of better football than you. That's mm, really no, exciting they, to watch they them. They play better football. They have more points than you. They've got a fantastic documentary. Have they got more points in the whole of history? No. That is the answer. Manchester United, top division, 1990, 1991, 1992. Where's Man City there? They are better, no, they're not better. It's not your achievements though, is it, Jose? Uh, no, they're technically not my achievements. <laughs> Do you think he sounds a bit rough? Hey, you two. Zip, 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 zip the lip. Well, I was just, just saying, Jose, you, do, you don't sound yourself this evening. How does he mean? Sounding a, a, a little... I sound, I'm Jose. You're sounding I a little Jose. Russian. I, I'm not sounding Russian. I mean, yeah, I play as manager under the uh, Abramovich for uh, the, uh, how do you say, six years. And maybe I pick up a little bit. Sounds like he's been hanging around with Arsene Wenger. Well, yes, I have been hanging around with uh, Arsene Wenger. Uh, Huh. I have been beating that specialist in failure for six years. Um, Jose, I've just got one question. What, what are you doing here? Like, don't you have better things to do with your time? Well, uh, thank you for asking, because actually I see this as my uh, big chance. Uh, as you may see, uh, my football manager career is uh, flatlining. <laughs> uh, I, I am not challenging for the title. Uh, the title is gone. The title is gone next year. The title is gone the year after. Uh, Pep Guardiola, he is better. He is better. And uh, Man City, they are better. I admit. I admit. So I have come up with a new plan. I fire Paul Pogba. 
Bye bye, Paul. Cheerio. And we will start uh, a new TV game show for the new Manchester United captain. We have 14 contestants, and each week we challenge them. And they work together, and one of them is the leader, and we fire them one by one. <laughs> As the Germans say. And then we pick a winner. And it may be Ander Herrera, I don't know. <laughs> Could be Ander Herrera. Sounds an awful lot like The Apprentice. The Apprentice? The Apprentice with um, Alan Sugar. Ah, Shooks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Apprentice. The Manchester United Captain Apprentice. Jose Mourinho there, in all his glory. Jack, welcome back. Thanks. Oh, thanks. For... Yeah, I just wanted to get some beers. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, you missed the interview with Jose. Oh, no, I saw him on the stairs on the, uh, on the way back up. Oh, um, seemed like you in a good mood? Yeah, no. Uh, he's got an idea about a TV programme. Um, don't know if any of you have heard we, it. We heard we, we've heard that, enough. Yeah. We've heard enough. Um, so moving on, the awards for FIFA this week, which they call the best FIFA awards, something like Jeremy Clarkson would make up, um, they're an absolute shambles. A complete and utter shambles. What's the most shambolic thing about them? Uh, the Puskas Award. Puskas. Is that what it's called? Puskas. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Puskas Award. Best has, goal. It's been given to Mohamed Salah for a goal against, I think it's Wigan maybe? I don't know. Everton. 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 And it was just an average goal. It was so average that the goal of the month competition was won by Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. It was so that's average, so even... wrong with that. No, that's what I mean, but Jermaine Defoe <laughs> should win the Puskas Award. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just being silly. Um, no, so, I agree. So what I, what, I, what I suggest is that um, we do our own awards. The worst awards. For the things that really matter in football. Correct. So what we're going to start with is Miss Universe. I love Miss Universe. Good. I don't, <laughs> because it's going to be awarded to... Harry Kane's miss against Croatia in the World Cup semi-final. Didn't really do a very good job of explaining what Miss Universe was there. Neither did you allow yourself to open the envelope, which contained it's the answer fix. to the winner of the award. It's a fix. Let me just double check. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is correct. Yes, it is Harry Kane. The Miss Universe award for the biggest miss in the football universe did go to Harry Kane. Well done, Ross. See, we're following. Well done, Harry. We're, we're just we're just following the example that FIFA set. Um, next is Max to uh, show the award. Which one is it? Yeah. So this this award is the wet T-shirt competition for the wettest game of the year, and the award goes to AFC Wimbledon versus Fleetwood Town. That was a very rainy day. I was there. There were lots of puddles. A puddle got an assist for a goal. It was that wet. Yeah, the best wet t-shirt contest I've ever been to. Fantastic, um, Jack. Have you got an award for us? Uh, I do have an award. I've got the award for the hardest tackle, which is the award for the hardest tackle in football. It's gone to Eva Banega. Oh my goodness! Have you seen that hard tackle, fellas? There's a video, isn't there? I think there's a really good video. So if you're listening at home, you should definitely seek seek out. The Ava Bonega hard tackle video. Fantastic. And Connor? My award to present is uh, Nicest Snatch. Wow. Everyone yeah. loves a nice snatch. <laughs> so what, what's the Nicest Snatch award? Um, a bit of context would help. I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's where... So I think it's... Uh, 
where victory has been snatched from the jaws of defeat. Oh, okay. <coughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> My mind was elsewhere. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Let's open that envelope, shall we? Who's <laughs> still thinking about Jose Mourinho? <laughs> it's a small envelope. <laughs> I, I think it all. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and the winner is... It's only bloody Belgium for their win against Japan at the World Cup. That was bloody last minute, wasn't it? It was a last minute. It was, oh, it was fantastic. It was, it was that pure drama. Yeah. The definition of last minute is that it happened in the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us nicely on to the big award. I'm very excited. This is the worst player award of the year. Um, he only played games at the World Cup because he was injured for the domestic season. And the award goes to... Manuel Neuer. Bravo! 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 And that was clearly for his walkabouts against South Korea. To finish off the award ceremony, we wanted to give it some gravitas, give it some real meaning. And we have commissioned a poem. It's called The Best. Conor Ray, take us away. The best, better than the rest, able to put themselves to the test and win an award that's mostly meaningless. Modric is the name, or Luca to his friends, like those he'd tell the truth for in court. Hold that thought. <laughs> this year he's been voted the king of all the footballs in the lands. That's according to FIFA and other assorted mans. <laughs> <laughs> Having won the Champions League, and not quite the World Cup. Hey Messi, hey Ronaldo, looks like your time's up. Don't pout or moan that it's not fair, just because you lost to someone who looks like they cut their own hair. <laughs> or because he looks like a heroin addict with his dead-eyed vacant stare. Or the way he probably doesn't get up to offer old people and pregnant women his chair. <laughs> Basically, all I'm trying to say is, well done, Luka Modric. You're the best. Another round of applause, I think, to all of there, fellas. Right, chaps, we're up to my favourite time of the week, and probably your favourite time too. Uh, it's the bandwagon. All aboard. That's right, it's the uh, the mini-game show where we guess who the most transferred in and most transferred out players from fantasy football are. Starting with the outs, and fifth most exited, sold player in fantasy football. Who do you reckon it is? Max, Ross and Connor. Go. Christian Eriksen? No. Alvaro Morata? No. Connor? Nathan Ake. It's not Nathan Ake. Plays for Watford. Oh. Troy Deeney? No, midfielder. Pereira. Roberto Pereira. Pereira. Yeah. Strong uh, start of the season. Not that much. Since. Is that Kapuwe? Is it uh, is last season's Kapuwe? Yeah. Well, if you like. Um, fourth most transferred out player. Ross, this is very pertinent to you. Um, was De- tra- trans- Deli Alley. No. Was transferred out of the team during the game onto the substitutes bench. Van Dyke. It's Van Dyke. Well done. Oh. Third Van Dijk. most transferred out player. Deli Alley. 
Fucking stop saying Deli Alley. Pedro. <laughs> it's Mkhitaryan. Pedro was second. Well done, Ross. And the most transferred out player who's got a big red-orange triangle next to him that I'm going to click on right now. It means he's injured for people like these yeah. three idiots here. Okay. Um, Benjamin Mendy he's got a foot injury unknown return date put that in your little diaries fellas you might need to know that when it comes to Thursday and you do your transfers informative that is what we do Uh, most transferred in fifth most transferred in player Salah no Madison Juan Bissaka Crystal Palace Uh, I brought him a couple of weeks ago I heard about I've had him in since game week one well done. He was um, on my bench again with one where he got 12 points. And not in the draft <laughs> league that we're both in where I have him. Fuck off. <laughs> Fourth most transferred in player. Uh, Liverpool fullback, it's Alexander Arnold because you're not going to get I was that. about to guess that actually. Were you? Yeah, because I, I saw it kind of trampled all over you. Third most transferred in player, and this doesn't make any sense. Walcott. No. Milner. They lost 4-0 at the weekend. Oh. Ryan Fraser. It is Ryan Fraser. Why are people? Why one hundred twenty-six thousand people bringing in a Bournemouth midfielder who got a point at the weekend? Can you explain that? He's been scoring goals. Tie goes in, tie goes out. You can't explain that. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Number two. He's big. He's bad. He plays for Fulham. Mitrovic. No. Hey, got ya. <laughs> <laughs> That's my phone. Uh, it was Mitrovic and the most transferred in player Richarlison no Hazard Yerry Mina obviously it would be Yerry Mina you might as well have said Stuart Downing what are you (laughs) five weeks behind the time zone (laughs) Uh, no it's Norwich's ex-favourite Darren Huckabee James Madison James Madison Max go home Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that completes Bangwagon for another week can't wait And that was Bangwagon. <laughs> and that's Connor, everyone. Um, he thinks I'm not going to delete this one. <laughs> I thought I'm going to do this. But I'm not. That is the kind of disgusting Herbert that I have to deal with when I fucking record this show. Because people listening to him, they don't fucking realise that I am the one who sits behind this fucking shitty fucking audacity soundboard trying to work this out week after fucking week. Dealing with fucking pricks like you. Matt, you're alright. Ross, he's looking at his fucking Instagram. It's disgusting. I am fucking trying here. I'm not phoning it in. You fucking masticating cunt. Anyway, we were going to go on to transfers in the real world after we dealt with transfers in the pretend world. And we will. We will. Um, There's a big transfer. Big transfer that didn't happen. John Terry to Spartak Moscow. Max, take us away. You're a Chelsea fan. Captain leader legend offered a contract by Spartak Moscow. Didn't go to Moscow because his family didn't want to move there. I don't know why. Lovely city, good square. Plenty of steeples. Yeah, many a steeple. Many a historical figure. And I think there's one that John Terry does have something in common with. Uh, has anyone here heard of uh, Rasputin? Uh, I'm a big fan of my World War One history, so I certainly have. Joined. Well, uh, there was a man who, uh, in some ways, was Captain Leader Legend of um, late, the late Russian Empire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and in some ways, was the kind of man that would sleep with his captain, uh, his uh, teammate's wife. Um, and in that vein, <laughs> that in mind, 
We've got some music for you. <laughs> An Englishman at Chelsea long ago Solid at the back, but he had an eye for gold Though you would always trust his presence on the field With his teammates' wives it was quite another deal For a while he was his country's leader Till he fell for his desires now he's looking for a final chapter before his career expires. John, John, John Terry wanted by a Russian team. His wife and kids wouldn't go to Spartak. John, John, John Terry couldn't live his Russian dream. Now he's at risk of a Novchok attack. JT, 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 JT. It is a crying shame his racism fits in. He and Russian football, they share that common sin. He has been there before to play a massive game But he slipped and missed when his biggest moment came He's a man who likes to be involved in games he's not allowed to play You must wear a full kick wafer told him if the team goes all the way John, John, John Terry wanted by a Russian team his wife and kids wouldn't go to Spartak. John, John, John Terry couldn't live his Russian dream. Now he's at risk of a Novchok attack. And that was uh, John, John, John Terry by Bony Max. <laughs> Thank you, Max. Uh, another excellent musical addition for fantasy football. Um, coming towards the end of the show, um, but before we leave every show, we, we make sure we fix a problem in football. Uh, this week, Max, you have a problem that you would like us to address. Take it away. I do have a problem. Have you heard of the 100 cricket competition? No. It's, uh, it's been devised by the England and Wales Cricket Board to get more women and children into cricket. Oh, so the really white middle class... Yes. Uh, establishment says that they know best when it comes to women. Yeah, I mean, children. you could be a white middle class woman and child. Let's, let's just be clear. That, yeah. <laughs> anyway, as, what, as what, they've done, was. what they've done is they've taken an already very successful shortened version of a game and they've decided it's too long and too complicated, so they're going to make it shorter. So I would like to know how can we make football more engaging? so that we can include more people in football for those who aren't already interested. Do, do we need to belittle them? Like the ECB have clearly done, saying that women and children That's are too stupid to understand. Uh, if, Ross, if, if, Ross, this is a fancy football podcast, not your cricket manifesto. <laughs> uh, I will go first. Please um, do. In my mind, what the ECB done have done. <laughs> in my mind, what the ECB done is a fucking disgrace. <laughs> no, Max, it's actually genius. Uh, I think the ECB, by taking 20 balls, which is, uh, off the top of my head, something like 16, 17, 18 percent 
of the cricket away from a game of 2020 cricket they have made that probably the most interesting sport in the world <laughs> uh, so my prediction is my prediction is that all other sports will die off unless they can come up with something better shorter or merge so I've got two kind of options here one uh, aggressively market foot golf <laughs> 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 As a, I mean, an existing, you've got a concept there. You have to work on it. Playing foot golf, nowhere near as fun. You think? <laughs> That's a long, long session. Uh, the other thing is car football. Uh, has anyone played the game Rocket League on PlayStation or PC? I'm aware of it. I haven't played yeah, it, but no. I'm aware of it. Uh, so Not that nerd. in real life with a man. I thought you were talking about playing football in a car. Not like, not like you dangling your foot out the door. <laughs> like polo. Like polo, but with humans. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Maybe you could have four footballers, one dangling or hanging out of each door for a kick each, and then slightly japped up cars so the ball could roll underneath and you can keep it in between, dribble it up to the goal, tap it in. Either way, I think we've got a couple of good ideas there. Ross. Let me swiftly on Ross. Ross. Uh, <laughs> Beat that. <laughs> I still think that they should bring back. Uh, do you remember when Nike did the adverts about Joga Benito, when they did that cage football and small sided games? Yeah. I would watch that if I if you took like three four aside games in a cage, prison rules football, and then a goal was awarded for nutmegs and skills or whatever. People would watch that. Well, hold on. You can't say prison rules then create some new rules. I can. That's the whole point. Of I prison think prison rules football is like a hackathon. <laughs> maybe on, maybe at best skills. you have goals. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. Imagine you having a team. Goals. Imagine team. So it would be the whole Jose Mourinho style versus Pep style. Is there a referee? Uh, Jose Mourinho would have like Pepe, uh, Acardi, and did somebody say Jose? <laughs> <laughs> no one. Versus like a really skillful side, I'd watch that. There we go. That's my solution. Small okay, side. That's fine. I mean, you've, what, you've invented five-side football. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> King Kong. Right, my turn. Um, I'm going to sum this up in in a you know quite succinct way. Um, football, the Gathering. So, have you ever heard of Magic: The Gathering? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, it's, a ga- it's a card game for nerds. That was uh, what Max did between the age of 22 and 27. <laughs> <laughs> Stole a lot of his life. Basically, you get like a, a number of cards, and then you you pick your things, and then they battle. You but you know about this, Connor. we start off with an empty pitch and a ball in the middle. Then the managers pick a player each, send them out onto the field. So you got one on one. Are they going to go defensive? Are they going to go attacking? They got bonus cards, so they can whack out, you know, like an extra goalie, or they can put in like I don't know, take another player off their team. So you, have two, so you have two goalkeepers versus no people. Yeah, exactly. Those That'd be gold. I'd watch that. Well, Jose so Mourinho plays David De Gea in defence mode. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. He definitely has what He definitely is into magic. Uh, that, was, that was Yu-Gi-Oh, actually. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, Connor. Pretty good. Max. Yeah, well, obviously, what's going to make the 100 so popular is the fact that it's all about the hundred because that's the best number, isn't it? Hundred, nice round number. Everyone can understand a hundred. Uh, Joseph is sweet. Joseph's not here. <laughs> um, so what we need is 
football the hundred and what we have is a slightly enlarged football pitch to cope with the number of balls on the pitch right we start with a hundred balls okay each time a goal is scored oh, 100 balls at the same time each time a goal is scored that ball is out the game what happens you, when they go off the pitch they, there's, they go off the pitch the pitch is so it's like a five a side court well big court uh, it sounds like you know when you're playing you're playing in an astroturf cage the like a cage yeah, you're in a giant cage it's cage football is it not prison like rules it's not like Joker Benito because there are a hundred balls prison rules it's not prison rules what happens when someone touches the ball does the ball go or is it a free kick with all 100 balls Max, you've been exposed for stealing an idea here <laughs> and just trying to make shit up on the fly. You just think that women and children love balls. <laughs> a hundred of them. <laughs> At the same time. I'm going to say that Connor's idea is, probably, <laughs> is arguably the worst idea of all of them. <laughs> Jack, you're, a car polo sounds fantastic. <laughs> Not really football, but uh, I'll take that. The police agree. Um, the, the police are here to take you away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well, that's right, right, so, we're, we're close to fixing it. Yeah, uh, right, Max, what was your favourite idea? I, I, I do like car football. Car football? Yeah. Connor, what's your Yeah, like? I think car football's got to win it, actually. Ross? But it's obviously not going to be Max's idea, is it? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if you love balls, Ross. Well, Max has just suggested magicians along the cards. What a great original idea, Max. <laughs> oh, if only we'd done it the other way around, like on the first recording. <laughs> <laughs> so, match of the yesterday. You've all been listening. Have you guessed what it is? Jack, play a clip of the, sh- of the uh, match of the yesterday. The game is Reds versus Whites. The Reds play it out from the back in typical fashion. He's played inside to a fella with giraffe necks for legs. He biffs it sideways, but it's a poor pass. And it's intercepted by a boy wearing his dad's football top in his own half. He gallops forward and sells old giraffe legs the dummy. He buys it and he's out of the game. He slaloms further, turning a perm defender inside and out. He puts another on his tush, but no way reds. A mammoth red-nosed slide tackle is incoming. Thwack! The tackle was too late. The geezer's just thwacked in past a dinner lady with a tash and into the top of her hairnet. The boy removes his top and reveals he decorates himself as a palm tree. Oh, he's got one of his arms stuck, but no worry. He's found a brother. Rejoice. Whites score a goal. So, gents, what are your guesses? match of the yesterday Connor let's start with you Kevin Keegan um, Hamburg versus someone uh, 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 no <laughs> <laughs> Max uh, well I thought as you're a, a big Spurs fan Ross uh, it might not be particularly famous but I, I thought perhaps it might be a Lucas Moura goal against Man United earlier this season oh okay yeah. so who do you think is giraffe legs Smalling. Not too bad. Yeah. And the perm defender? Uh, well, it could be Fellaini, but not as a defender. Oh, very true, yeah. very true. Okay. Uh, Don't know what the palm tree's about, but... Okay, it's, uh, it's incorrect. Yeah. It's incorrect. Um, we did have a couple of guesses online. One was correct. Uh, but Jack, let's see in the studio if uh, you got it correct. In the studio, that's very... Um, very nice way of putting your cavernous front room with the <laughs> uh, 
It is Ryan Giggs against Arsenal. It is. Uh, Vieira is the draft leg midfielder. I think it's Tony Adams trying to make the tackle. Correct. Ryan Keogh, someone with perm. He's obviously slamming it past David Seaman. And the palm tree, if you watch the video, is the rough silhouette of the hair on um, the great philanderer's chest. <laughs> <laughs> so, there we go. So, Rob Barber, congratulations. You also guessed it correctly online. Match of the yesterday, complete. So, we are more or less done with the show. Um, Connor, I do believe you have one final poem for us. It's a, it's a little bit late. It's been, what, two or three weeks since our last show because of the international break and so on. But there was some other big news there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm fairly prolific, even if our podcast isn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so a, bit, a, bit, a bit of bonus content. So yeah. let's say our goodbyes and we'll let you uh, hear the dulcet tones of Connor Ray. Talking about Hugo Lloris. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'll say goodbye after. Um, it's called A Breakup Letter to Hugo Lloris from His Car. <laughs> Strong start. <laughs> 15 in a 30 zone. Only trying to make it home. Hoping to crawl up into bed, but then seen running through a red. Such a shame it all went wrong that night. Veering across from left to right. We used to be so good together. I'd caress you in my steel and leather. The way you'd grip my wheel so tight as we careered on through the night. (laughs) Now you've left me feeling violated for reasons which you were then incarcerated. (laughs) Tanked on wine and in no state to drive, you climbed inside me and forced me alive. I can still smell your sick on me. How could this be us? This wasn't how it was supposed to be. You were someone I used to adore, and yet you go, Hugo, no more. Goodbye.